The following tone is a reference tone of 700 hertz. The remainder of the tones are recorded at this level with the exception of the last tone, which is a reference tone at operating level. Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. you got to remind me, have we ever used this intro before? Yeah, the dude died. Yeah, but didn't, I, but didn't I like start with a different intro? <laughs> I don't remember. And then I was like, I uh, I did this whole big intro for this guy because you know he what's died. Crazy? This is two weeks in a row, right? The song you opened up the podcast with, I played the night before. It's weird, isn't that weird? That is weird. Okay, yeah, the Smithereens. Yeah, Smithereens. I like you, Jersey, Jersey guy. Uh, Jersey guy. Absolutely, Nick and Drew back with you for another Quizzo Trivia podcast. I don't even know what episode we're at, man. I know we're in the forties. I'm not gonna. Frame it. You could go look at the uh, the little graphic that tells you what episode. I truly have no idea. That's that's the state of my mind right now. I don't know what day it is, what time hey, we're funny, at. This is the first time I actually know the episode. Well, what 46, is it? I, 46. I 46. I don't know. It's nothing. As that... we're approaching, and, and you say 52 is bigger than 50 because we've done it for a year. but Straight, yeah, but, you know, we're just we're getting right there. So uh, it's pretty amazing how time it. flies. Rogan's at 1080. So we're catching up, Joe. <laughs> 
again, you know, he makes a living. Well, he's doing three a week, right. yeah. Yeah. and he's doing three a week, yeah. right? So, and, and at points, and I'm he, sure he throws on like that. anytime UFC's on, he just uh, throws on the uh, microphone and calls it a podcast. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, we got lots of uh, trivia goodness to get to today. Um, you want to start me off with the first question you've got of, of the game? And, yeah, I'll uh, start you off with some multiple choice. I, I'll say this. The like first time, we've, we, I'm going to reset. Do reset. Like going to reset so I can, I can explain what we do here because there are people that tune in for the first time periodically. And the last couple of times, I think we've gotten away from explaining what the purpose of this podcast if is. If you're so tuning I will, in for the first time, what have you been doing for the last 45 weeks of your life? I don't know. You're missing out is what you're doing. That's what's – go back and listen. You're getting your news from them, CNN? Each of them are on their own little level. The fake news? You're watching the fake news? Their own, little, their own news? little slice of time Speaking of the country. fake news, real quick, I just saw an article today. Obama – is oh. coming out and saying, thanks, kids. We were waiting for you because now these kids are going to be protesting. Right, and, and okay. Like, dude, Obama, you were in office eight years, for probably. eight years. Eight years. Trump is finally doing something, banning bump stocks. He's, he's oh, trying to d- do all these things. I don't know. And, and Obama coming out going, yeah, kids, we were waiting for you. Like, I don't dude, know. shut up. It's the last thing I want to get into here. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> I know it is. Nick's I can tell by your face. Nick's political <laughs> opinions are not that of the official company stands. I want to stay away from anything in the world. Right, but now we're, t- be, you know, uh, now we're like, all right, let's look into mental health a little bit. Let's make it harder to get guns. Well, Obama spent eight years not stepping up to the NRA one time, and now it's like, President Trump, it's time to do something. Oh, boy. My man. <laughs> can I read? All right, I re- thank you. Can I read? Can, re- can I let re- that out? Can I? <laughs> I, t- I was so angry when I saw it this morning. I just I had to, I had to get it out. But uh, it's right. out. It's well, out. Nick Nick's uh, political fury is done. I guess you know it's funny because I just I, I just want to just avoid all of those. I know. Anything that's know. even Sorry. slightly controversial, I don't want to talk. I, what happens? That's why. I, that's why I don't have I final edit on the quiz it. every week. <laughs> It's just sad. It is, it's all so sad. It goes right. from me till two, two uh, other people uh, get their uh, sets of eyes on it. <laughs> that's a good place to start, though, because I'll ask you like an old question. I'll just get our minds off of this. But but about a time in the world where there was just nothing but tyrants running around okay. uh, the planet. Which Shakespearean antihero said, my kingdom for a horse? Richard the Third. Richard the Third. On top Boom. of that, right off the bat, Nick's Shakespeare Never read trivia. one. Uh, I've never read one Shakespeare play, but I, I got the trivia down. I, I've seen of them. I, I've seen a bunch of them, but uh, performed. But I've certainly not, you know, sat there with oh, it. Did but you I think... sit through that uh, DiCaprio and uh, no. Claire Danes no. thing? No. Romeo, no. No. Absolutely not. I'm pretty sure that was directed by somebody that I respect. Right, and it was all artsy. And the yeah, I kind of remember. Thing. That was like... at a point in DiCaprio's existence when I was not a fan of him. He had, he had not really? gotten... Nah, I didn't like him. I think he went right from the cousin on Growing Pains to that right guy. into, you know. I didn't like him there. Well, Gilbert Grape, I think, was the first one where he got the accolades. Like, wow, this dude is legit. Yeah, that's just absolutely so. I, I mean, he... he Best he, actor of our generation? <sighs> can he even... I don't even think he can compare him to... Kevin I mean, Spacey? De- <laughs> I would say Funny, different generation. People but... used to say him, and that name's not coming out anymore. I think Gary Oldman's the best actor I've seen in a long time. Like that's the guy that I. Well, but, he's but coming cap- off of the greatest yeah, acting performance he, of his life. His I mean, a... diversity of characters. I also don't consider them the same generation. Real. No, 
No, and and they're not leading – like, one is a leading man and one is not. One has been a peripheral part exactly. of almost everything. Right. But he transforms himself more than any guy I've ever seen. I've seen him play, like, a cracked-out junkie before in movies. Like, I think Gary Oldman – Is he Commissioner Gordon? Yeah, yeah he's, he's a ton of different guys. But I think in true romance, I think Gary Oldman is, like, the hippie drug addict. Is that him? Yeah. Huh. That has, like, the crazy eye and the dreadlocks. Wow. Yeah, Boy, he, that's I mean, a deep dive for he, Gary Oldman. He does some crazy stuff. In the book of Eli, he was like one of the best bad guys I've ever seen. So Yeah, I thought Johnny Depp for a while was the, the best actor going, and then I don't know what happened. It was like one too many Tim Burton movies, and those guys <laughs> just lost their minds. Edward Scissorhands. Well, that was the good stuff. Sure. I'm talking about Alice in Wonderland and Willy Wonka or right, whatever, and then it was just they're, over. They're just Tim. It went you, over quick. What are you doing? He's like, Sweeney Todd. I've done a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in France for too long. That's what happens. Right, send, you don't catch yourself out of France. Send one pack my way, and then I'll. I got a couple. All right. So here's now. my multiple choice. I was going to lead off with. Yeah, I like it. In the United States right now, okay, are there more libraries, Starbucks, or McDonald's? In the United States right now, are there more libraries, Starbucks, or McDonald's? let's say McDonald's? Top that list. You're going to be happy. Libraries? You're going to be happy. There's about 14,000 McDonald's, and there's about 14,000 Starbucks. So okay. they're almost around the same. There's like 120,000 libraries hey. in the U.S. So, yeah. You know what? Good for we us. We haven't closed all the libraries yet. Okay. But yeah, there's nearly 10, okay. 10 libraries. To you want some encouraging Starbucks. news, folks? There There's go. some encouraging news. Nick is bringing it to you here live. If you want to wake up anybody's going to re- get that right? Everyone's going to put McDonald's. <laughs> oh, look, I, there's four McDonald's around the corner from me. Right. There's one every five block. I haven't seen a library. <laughs> I haven't seen the inside of a library. Well, that's the thing. I mean, do more people go to libraries or McDonald's? That's an interesting question. That might be a completely different question as well. So I don't know. That's uh... So there you have it, folks. Something to be happy about. No, nah, I like that. I like that. I'm just scrolling through the things that I have to talk about in this week's. There's always so many interesting things. Uh, all right. This is a good one. Um, do you know what country Volvo is headquartered in? Yeah, Sweden. Sweden, sure. absolutely. Yeah. I roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Volvo means. Yep, I roll. It's, uh, it's Swedish. But, it, but but it's funny. Like I think a lot of people kind of have like Volvo pins German? German. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious to see how many know that that's Swedish and not German. Right, because Volkswagen. Right. Volvo. You think BMW, Mercedes, all German, 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 German. I want to see if you can figure this one out now. Okay. Um. I kind of wanted to ask it with just the one part of the clue because I'm trying to figure out if he's the only person to do this, and I, but I wasn't able to, to lock it down, so I have another clue for you. We'll go back to back. Who has met with 12 U.S. presidents? This is one person who has met with 12. So we've had, what, 43 different people president of the United States? I know States. the answer. Do you? Know, yeah. That's that one clue? Yes, and the reason why is because the dude died. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not bringing <laughs> this guy at, up. And you're asking it because it just happened, and imme- immediately I was like, where is Nick going to get the Reverend say, Billy Graham Who was the first in? person to compare New York City to Sodom and Gomorrah? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been one way to do it. It's funny because you, you come off as super Republican, but then you're just like, yeah, that's a little nonsensical. All that. you know. But yeah, Billy Graham. 
So I think Billy Graham yeah. has met with 12 U.S. presidents. It makes sense to me. You think that's the most could anybody be. else ever meet with 12 U.S. I, presidents? I can't think of anybody that would have been in position to do that unless that, it's like some shady backroom person like the Rothschild who's been running. Oh, the guy that's been – yeah, but still they'd have to live to be like – the guy was 99. Met with Harry Truman in 1950, his first oh. meeting with U.S. presidents. So you're talking 68 years of having that's cr- a U.S. president crazy. in his ear. It's crazy. This was something else that's just absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gallup does a poll, and we've touched on this before, of the most admired men in the world. Okay. Okay. They do it every year. Right. He has been in the top 10 since 1955, 56 times. Wow. <laughs> the top ten most admired men in the world. Well, I, I give him this. Every other guy that's been, you know, preacher of the world, right? right? That kind of guy. Yeah, they've always had a scandal. Sure, you can't think of one guy that like Jack, Jesse Jackson and just, all those guys. They all get hit with the scandal. That guy, I haven't heard a thing. <laughs> they got ever the, they, they, they said got about him. Ninety nine years, nothing bad to say. Guys in the ground, half an hour, the nephew comes out. My my dad never liked him because he left the dairy farm. And left my dad with all the words like, shut, uh, shut up. Shut up. Like, what are you talking about? I've lived to 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 99, no scandal. Well, uh, he said uh, he would never eat with a woman alone, but besides his wife, obviously. Yeah, right. Never travel with a woman alone, okay? And what was, oh, never even meet. He would never even meet with a woman alone. So, hey, words to live. You want to avoid scandal? That's what you do. Just keep out of being with another just woman alone. every minute of your time, yeah. and then you won't have to worry about it. So that, like, what are you doing, what what are you doing to in live the bathroom, by? Reverend? Come in and look. <laughs> Never meet with a woman alone. Uh, I, Kept him out of trouble for 68 years. All right, so I have a couple of uh, interesting ones. I thought this was fascinating. This is something that I think people are going to just bomb at. Okay, right? <laughs> I love it. Uh, and you like figuring things out. So give me within... I'll just get, I'm going to go with the decade. I'm going to ask this as a decade question. Right. What decade did Pablo Picasso die in? I, I know this because I remember seeing – I want to say it was a sketch, and he signed it with a year. And I was like, what? 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 <laughs> I, I probably could come close to the year because you think of Picasso – you almost put him in with those turn-of-the-century guys. I'll tell you uh, why. The 1900s, but – he died. I want to say he died in seventy two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, think I, he, I think I saw like a. a I think a, you hit it right on the head. A, I think a, you got the year right. Seventy three. Seventy three. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think I saw April eighth, nineteen seventy. Oh, maybe I saw something signed like Picasso right. seventy two, and I was like eighteen eighty one to nineteen seventy three. <laughs> right. But, so he was twenty, and painting in nineteen oh one. Right. And he almost lived until when you and I were alive. Right. But what's crazy, like, so the where I saw that on Twitter, somebody's like. I just read Picasso died in 73. If you had asked me yesterday, I'd say that son of a bitch died in 1680. People have <laughs> yeah, no, no idea. idea. Yeah. 1973. But, like, you hear Picasso. It's like Rembrandt. You what? know what I mean? Like Picasso yeah, yeah. or Rembrandt. See, I don't put him in with those, with those guys. I don't put him in with the Da Vinci's. <laughs> I got him in, in with, like, the, the, the Monet's. And the Van Goghs. All right, I'm going to give you two in a row because that, that was just uh, a crazy one. Then you can give me uh, one. But this this is not really a question so much as it cracked me up so hard. So who's the subject of this uh, Onion headline? 
this person completes a documentary about the effing liars who claim they watched the entire jazz series documentary. Uh, okay, I need the question again. Okay. So what uh, – so Who's the subject of this Who's the headline? subject of this person? headline from The Onion? Right. Okay. This person completes a, doc, a new documentary about the liars who claim they watched his documentary about jazz. Jeez, who had a documentary about jazz? I, I don't know. I'm just going to say Michael Moore. Nah. Ken Burns. Oh. He's the ultimate – dirt. yeah. So he had the, the headline of The Onion is jazz. Ken Burns completes documentary about the effing liars who claim they watched the entire jazz series documentary. <laughs> yeah, it's funny – he, he makes I like documentaries, but I don't like I don't have him at all like, on the on my like radar. Hundred hour epic is that like, what it oh is? my god. Like the baseball one was like eighteen parts and I don't, I don't it's just I, too much. I can't follow that. Like, documentaries for me about hour fifteen. Come in at about an hour fifteen. Yeah, makes and sense. I, and I can do a documentary. Makes sense. Um okay. Got one for me, and I'll give you my last one Did before we move the, on um, to sports. What is that? Oh man, I'm drawing a blank on what it's called, but uh Ben Stiller, I think it's a pretty new movie, actually, because Adam Driver's in it. Okay. And he plays a documentary filmmaker. Okay. Who, his wife, her dad is one of, like, the all-time great documentary filmmakers, and he won't get any help from him. (laughs) And uh, he's spending, like, 10 years making the same boring document. It's a great watch. Uh, Look up uh, Adam Driver, Ben Stiller. It's a great one. Well, I like all those people that you just mentioned, so. Yeah, and the the girl, I'm trying to think of who his wife is. It's uh, good acting. Anyway, where are you at with Lucky Charms? You pay attention to this? Yes. What was the last time you bought Lucky Charms? Or... I have a box upstairs <laughs> for my right daughter, and, and I'm aware of the change. So okay, you're going to ask me the question say, of what it, they're... Doesn't it seem like it changes all the time? Yeah, it's no. been 10 years it's, yeah, since they it made it a change. Yeah, it feels like, I remember, but the unicorn's coming. Yeah, my, right, so, my, my daughter's already pointed so that they, out to me. So they give me the, uh, give me them all. What do you got? How many can you name? Oh. Okay. I'll tell you how many there are. Sure. Well, what's the unicorn replacing? Rainbows? Nope. But no. rainbows is on there. The hourglass. You even know the hourglass was still there. Didn't even know it was there. Yeah. Okay, so uh, hearts, clovers, rainbows, obviously unicorns. Uh, that's all I got. Okay. There's a horseshoe. Horseshoe. Damn it. I knew Stars. That. Okay, figured that. And a red balloon. So there you go. Are there 99 red balloons inside there? Do we go with the top 10 on that? Have you ever – do you appreciate that song? Love it. I, I appreciate it. I love that song. I, Nina. I, oh, Nina. Now, let me ask you an honest question. Okay. That's something we've never done here, but I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to know this. I assume all questions are honest. What's better, the German version or the American version of that song? Should we give a, 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 a little first segment of both and judge it? Uh, all right. I've, I've always tell, wanted to I'm do I'm going to tell you right now, and, and I don't even think it's close, that the German version is better. Yeah, I think so, too. The American version sounds weird. <laughs> like, it sounds like— It's you know, still great. It's still great. All right, so a trivia question right there is, what's the German version's name? 99 Luft. Yes. <laughs> there you go. And what do you think comes first? Uh, so there's a question. Spotify, you know how we judge, like, what the band's number one hit is yeah. and whatever else? Sure, you throw so a band in there. That's the most plays, Obviously, right? Nina's about? two, top two, are 99 <laughs> Luft Balloons and 99 Red Balloons, but which comes first? I would think it's not even close that 99 Red Balloons is way in the in front. It's not. Luft? Luft. Luft. So, okay, so Spotify is worldwide? Yeah, I think so. I wonder if the rest of the world even listens to 99 Red Balloons. Like, I want... I wonder if they come over here and they hear it for the first time. Like, what the hell is this? Sounds so natural. 
It almost makes German sound attractive. <laughs> yeah, ever since uh, Wayne Newton butchered Donkachin. hard. It <laughs> <laughs> is a tough language. That is not an attractive language. No. That's like if you want to start enslaving the human race. <laughs> you would start learn. with the German language? Yeah. So, care to guess the difference between the plays on 99 Love I would have doubled it the other way, so I'm way off. It's not even close. So, we used to play this game at uh, DirecTV all the time. Guess how many plays a song has compared to... So, you would have much more of a beat on it. I've never played that game, but... Okay, so, take a guess. Just take a guess. Jesus. I'm really good at this guessing, but having no idea. So, okay, give any other song you want. I'll tell you the answer to that, and then you have a frame of reference. Perfect, perfect. So give me, we'll go with, uh, what's a comparable? Give me Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. $158 million. Okay. It's funny. I was going to guess $100 million. Okay, $158 million. Yeah, so I'll guess $100 million. Seventy-one million for ninety-nine okay. left balloons. All right, care so to combined. Guess, care to guess red balloons? Thirty-five. Seventeen. Oh my gosh! Not even close. So the, the masses have spoken. They are all in. It's on. not even. Cl- it's way better song. But but red balloons is good. I love that Captain Kirk is still Captain Kirk though. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no my German version. Favorite of when Captain I when, Kirk. when I watch like a Spanish channel like going through the stations and you get like a Spanish news broadcast and the woman would like be like Donald Sutherland Rose, right? It's just like whoa, hey, who are they talking about here? Yeah. So what are you doing watching Spanish television? I'm saying if you're flipping through channels, you stop on something and it's funny. You're like, oh, why is that guy being talked about? I thought you were watching those crazy Spanish game shows. Well, no, but I watch Spanish soccer now all the time, so I'm, I'm working on it. All right, uh, throw one back at me. I'm not taking this off because I just want to hear it. True or false? India has a Punjab National Bank. True. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. All right, I'm going to give you my last one. All right. want to say I took a note earlier. I'm going to see if you're going to get that one or not. Nah. Maybe I'll save that for entertainment. Oh, yeah. This is definitely general knowledge. Okay. This is fantastic. So, there was a a, a list released of the top cities in the world, or in the, uh, I'm sorry, in the United States by the most cockroaches and the most rats. Alright. Okay. It- so, I want you to give me the U.S. city with the most cockroaches. Alright. I wouldn't even think it's close that New York City's got the most cockroaches. Wait till you hear the answer. You're going to be like, whoa, my God, it's so gross and so probably right. I, I can't even think it would be anything else but Houston. It's someplace we've been, and we weren't there that long ago. New Orleans? New Orleans, Louisiana. Disgusting, More cockroaches than anywhere in the United States. Wow, that is so disgusting. So, like, the next time if you I go... If I needed st- one more reason to not go back to so the New next Orleans. time you go stay in New Orleans, <laughs> stay as high up as you can get. Yeah, no, no first floor apartments <laughs> Right, and, like, your restaurants recognize that all that food... Um, that, that's the, we were just talking about New Orleans versus Nashville. Don't, don't eat in... With uh, Paul. Don't eat in, like... And we're like, yeah, Dives. Nashville's like New Orleans, except for the disgusting smell of <laughs> this, all the right. filth. So care to guess who's got the most rats and mice? I just can't imagine that somebody with more rats than New York. 
No, there is. You would you would almost say they are the Super Bowl champions of rats and mice. In the U.S., huh? Yeah. I mean, I've literally seen give it garbage away, huh? cans move in New York City. You, I was amazed, too. <laughs> but... Look, why is that we've, trash we've, can moving? We we have a huge oh! history. We have a huge history of visiting the city with the most cockroaches, and we lived in the city with the most rats. Like I said, you'd almost call them the Super Bowl champion of rats and mice. Really? Jeez, that narrows it. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Wow. Most rats and mice in the United States of America. Congratulations, that blows Philly. Me away. Boy, you've barely had, what, two weeks to enjoy your Super Bowl, and now you're the rat king of the country? <laughs> I mean, you know that that was probably released by somebody to be like, just to rain on their parade. Like they've been holding like, it until right, right, right. they had a chance to yeah, rain on their parade. Philly wins, let's make sure. Because Boston's on that list, too. They're rats? Right, right up there. Yeah. The rats huh? and mice. Lived and in, cockroaches. I, I, I mean, I've lived in Philly. I lived in Boston. I can't remember seeing a rat once. Well, but, man, New York, I feel like it's, it's like sightseeing. Oh, it's all shocking to me. All right. Have you seen uh, the Rats documentary? Speaking of Morgan Spurlock's Rats documentary? There is no chance I would oh, watch dude, that. Oh, dude, it's awesome. I'm horrified it's by awesome. Rats. I love it. All right, interesting. I, That's a documentarian I can get behind. Spurlock. <laughs> I, a guy got himself fat <laughs> to make a movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's been, dedication. That must have Eating been an enjoyable launch. process, though. Uh, no way, dude. Wait, the sarcasm didn't come through? Okay. I, I apologize. Saying, I think uh, if I'm sorry. I had breakfast at McDonald's. That must have been an enjoyable <laughs> one, uh, experience. Yeah. Well, I couldn't do that for two days in a row. No. I couldn't no, do I couldn't it for eat two days mi- in a row. No, I couldn't eat three meals. There's no chance. All right. Let's uh, move on to sports. Ooh. All right. So, you've been watching the Winter Olympics? Not at all. They're good. I, got, I mean, I, I love got a the Winter Olympics. Five-year-old kid. Yeah, I oh, they're hear, on at eight I, o'clock at night. So. Yeah, but I, I tape them and then quickly. I, I jump in at like nine, nine thirty, ten, Trying, and then but fast. It's just you know, DVR has made the oh, Olympics the, the greatest best. watch because I can. I, I did wake up and see the women. If I see a man in figure skates, I fast forward. Yeah, bleep, gone. <laughs> if I see no, a I like bobsled, down, I like downhills. I, I fast like, forward. There's things I like. Oh yeah, the downhills are great. Yeah, there's a lot that I like. I like the snowboard. Somebody had a tweet. They said. Can we just see what a unmanned uh, bobsled, bobsled looks like brick, going down? With bricks. <laughs> yeah, just to see. See if it's like, any better. What are these people doing? I, I don't know. I, I see they two people in a sled flying down. Are they doing anything? I would like to see robot races ducking? down that Yeah. Yeah. Can we just throw a bobsled to see what it looks like without anybody in it? I terrified my daughter the other day because I showed her a Boston Dynamics video of a robot dog that they're building. That open the door? Right. Yeah. yeah, and she was just, she was like, "Daddy, I don't want to see this anymore. This is horrifying." We were talking about what happens when Piper goes. I was like, "We're going robot dog," and she's like, "There are no robot dogs." Nah, you're not I'm going like, fish tank. I'm like, "No, no, no. There's robot dogs, honey. Take a look at this." And then she's watching this thing in horror. Who brings up what's going to happen after Piper dies? <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that, are you preparing her already for that? I'm just. I told her because Piper, when we had somebody come babysit her, was like going crazy, and she was just like tearing Ava's toys apart and just going crazy and i was just like this is our last dog i just want you to know that <laughs> i love her enjoy she's, it now she's here as long as she wants to be but this is our last dog <laughs> she's like no we'll get a small dog i'm like no we'll get a robot dog oh, the small dogs are the worst they That's even yip worse. and bark and no. oh gosh remember when we stayed in austin for like two, <laughs> we were there for like two weeks in the, <laughs> the, in the loud house it was one of those houses, a gorgeous home, built on a golf course, on a hill, just three-story home, 
but there was like no walls in between it. It was just like this wide open, open house. format. A wide like, open house. The doorbell rang and three and there's five Texans living in there and it's just like <laughs> and there's always there's always ten people over right and, and then, like, uh, there'd be like one notch of silence and then like the doorbell occasionally would ring. the real Lisa and Marie t- Presley shows up and yeah two and I remember happy all of dogs it. Yeah. would just say, three it's like how would you have on top of all that noise why the dogs I just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. yes I got it. All right, so the Winter Olympics are happening, and uh, whether you're watching them or not, so you probably don't know about this uh, achievement. Uh, the Japanese figure skater Yuzuro Hanyu. Good for them. He became the first. Oh, he okay. He became the first guy in uh, you know fifty, sixty years to win back-to-back gold in men's figure skating. Oh, okay. So I was wondering if you could tell me the first man to win consecutive figure skating gold medals. Scott Hamill. No, but he was American. Brian Boitano? Give me a clue. This guy's got, like, the worst name when it's written back. You know, like, like, like if you saw my name, like, Provolone, Nick. I just gave you the two male figure skaters I know. So if that's not the answer to either of them, then the next guy. You don't know, like, the, 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 the guy from the, the 50s? Oh, worst name, yeah, dude. Written backwards. I do, I do, I do, but I don't remember. Dick Button. Dick Button. Button Dick. Yeah, Button Dick. <laughs> Hey, Button Dick. <laughs> sure that... Thanks, Dad. It's Richard. It's Richard. Thanks, Dad. It's it's it's, it's Richard. Okay, Button Thanks, Dick. Dad. Button, comma, Dick. <laughs> hey, Button Dick. Button, comma, Dick. <laughs> hey, Button Dick, you one of them figure skaters? You get all twirly over there, No Button wonder Dick? he became a figure skater. Fair enough. Like, I want to play hockey, Dad. Well, literally, no, Scott no, Hamill and Brian Voitano were the only two figure skaters I could have named. under. And, like, you know, I could name, like, Mary Lou. She's not a uh, figure skater. Right. You don't know Johnny Weir? No. You haven't seen this guy? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah, Johnny yeah, yeah, yeah. Weir is in the... Uh, I've seen that guy. He's in the booth right now calling these figure skating things. He looks like Liberace. <laughs> no, he, look, he looks like the Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's what, that's, that's what I've seen. I've seen the tweets that say, like, oh, uh, good job on NBC's coverage of the Hunger Games so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Like Johnny Weir makes Brian Boitano look like Charles Conan Bronson. the Barbarian. <laughs> like Char- <laughs> no, Charles Bronson. Yeah, 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 right. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> what was that uh, from Chappelle's show? Like, what? uh, uh, what's, oh, oh, Wayne, oh, Wayne Brady, Brady makes, makes Bri- Mal- Brian, or, no, no, Brian Gumbel makes, makes or, no, Wayne Brady makes Brian Gumbel look like Malcolm, Malcolm X. <laughs> Yeah, why do line. people? Why do white people like Wayne Brady so? Wayne much? Brady <laughs> makes Brian Gumble look like Malcolm X. That is funny stuff. All right. Um, if you count this as a pro team, this is a good one to start off with in the sports round. Uh, what city has three teams in the four major pro sports that all wear the same colors? And I Pittsburgh. Would, hey, there you go. Boom. Yeah, and the River the Black and Gold. Yeah, Black and Gold. The soccer. Oh, team the River too. Hounds yep, too, yep. too. They're in Black and Gold. I guess you got them. Yeah, why not? They even right? had that song. Yep. Black and gold. Black and gold. Black and gold. All right. Your turn. Where do I go here? All right. How about a football question? How about a football question? Coming off a figure skating. football cup. Yeah. Get the testosterone. As much as I really want that. uh, I think you're going to know at least one of these guys. Okay. Give me the – this is 10 points each. Bonus question. Give me the two players that have scored the most non-offensive touchdowns in NFL history. The two players that have scored the most non-offensive touchdowns in NFL. So history. defenders is what you're looking for. Non-offensive. So there's there's three sides of the ball, right? Right. So special teams. So Devin Hester. Yeah, he's number one. Oh, okay. 
That's annoying to me because the guy who's number two is one of my all-time favorite players, and it, it's like annoying to me that Devin Hester got. Desmond he's only Howard, one back. Charles Woodson. Nope. Ed Devin Reed. Hester's got twenty. This guy's got nineteen, and this guy's actually got more touchdowns than Devin Hester. It's just that he scored, I think, two or three offensively, even though he's not known for his offense. He's like one of the best football players ever to live. And at what position? Corner. Corner. So, Rod Woodson? Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Okay. Yeah. I was I was getting there. Between returns and... Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. All he right, probably well. would have had 40, but people stopped throwing the ball to him. It's true. I'm glad I got... Uh... I'm glad I got uh, Hester though. That that I figured. Okay, that's that's a good one. So what's the third? Who's the third? So that's it. Oh, okay, just the two. two. Oh, two of them. Okay. Is Hester a Hall of Famer? <sighs> I don't know. You kind of got to put him in, right? I guess. I mean, he's the best ever at his thing. Yeah. So you kind of have to kind of have to put him in. I mean, the guy's got the most non-offensive touchdowns in NFL history. All right. So here's my question. I you know it's funny because I tend to tune out things of teams I hate and trivia of teams I hate. Do you? Yeah, generally speaking, sometimes it just... I mean, if I did that, you got the Patriots, the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, to, right, right, right. That's be, a whole other animal. But the there's, like, there's just history, certain yeah. things that were never really on my radar that I would have felt like I should have known. So this is one. Do you know what team uh, Boomhauer, Barnett, Blackwood, Bo Camper, Blackwood, Bowser, and Batters, and Brudzinski played for? And what their nickname was? The Killer Bees. The Killer Bees. Who are the Killer Bees? Man, I don't know. Is it the colors of Pittsburgh? Like the B? Is it per, the uh, gold and black? Nope. Remember, Were they a just, college team? Nope. Pro team, NFL team. Remember, I just gave you the clue. <laughs> oh, that you hate them? Yes. <laughs> no question. Probably of all the teams that I hate, this is the one that like. I have the most personal secret disdain for. Like, so it's I, not the Patriots. It's no, not it the isn't. obvious. No, it isn't. All right. Well, I'm going to have to, because I know you, I'm going to have to say the Dolphins. It is. Okay. It's the Miami Dolphins. The 1982 strike-shortened year Miami Dolphins. Who are the I, Killer Bees? Killer Bees, who I believe beat the Jets in the championship game uh, that year. Oh, yeah? And, and supposedly that team uh, flooded the field Was that Marino's water. first year? No, I don't think so. He was 83. Yeah. Uh, well, he was the 83 draft, yeah. Right. I, I think that team flooded so the 82 field. 82 Dolphins won the championship without Marino. So that's why Marino made it to the Super Bowl Right, so the fast. next year. Okay. And and I also think the Jets lost that game because in, a, in the muddiest game ever, the Dolphins watered the field to stop the Jets' high-powered attack. So it was just this big, muddy, brilliant. sloppy, like, oh, the Bears have been doing that show. to the Packers forever. That, yeah. that field is like, yeah, but this was an like, NFL field. It was Soldier's investigated by the league. <laughs> yeah, so, just, you know, it was like a you turn on the sprinklers and right. just left them on for a so, week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So it's like <laughs> eighty-five degrees, but your field is slopped with mud. Okay, that's uh, hilarious. And they won like fourteen ten, and there was like five turnovers. So yeah, I don't. I none of those stats I just gave you are correct, but something like that happened. All right, throw one back at me, and then I'll give you my last sports question before I move on. All right, if I only got time for one more, I'm going to give you your choice here. You could go with uh, basketball or baseball. Baseball. Okay. Who? This is a two for 10, all three for 20 question for you. Give me the three guys who have made the most opening day starts for the Dodgers. Three guys, most opening day starts for the Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw. 
You are correct, sir. And I'll tell you right now, he's made seven. He's going to make eight this year. He will be the guy. All time. Yes. That's where I came up with this when I saw that he's making his eight. So you got two to go. One for the 10 and two more for the 20. Got three guys in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's picking the right two. Right. Right. So I'll tell you, all three guys are uh, Koufax, Valenzuela, and Hershiser. Those are the three that I have in my head. You are out. I'm out? You're out of the game. Okay. None <laughs> of those? None of those three. All right. Good. Well, I'm glad I got the one. I think Koufax people will hopefully realize that short he, career, he, such a short that, career. That's why I so wasn't to make in, yeah, that's seven why I, opening day starts. Uh, that's why I wasn't out. But I thought maybe third place, maybe he did four in a, you know right. four years in a row or something like that. Plus, and what if Valenzuela opening days on a Saturday? And Hershiser were not part of it, so I yeah you know, wouldn't know. Don Drysdale. Damn, that was the you know Drysdale was the guy. I said to myself. Yeah, but like, was he the number one? He wasn't always the like. Koufax was, was the, the number one, yeah, and right. he was right. Yeah, but he so had a longer career, much longer. Yeah, I, I certainly know all those guys. Like, you know, the other guy's a Hall of Famer and... too, but he's more of a compiler. He's a, this guy played forever. Yeah, exactly. Sutton. So yeah, that was in my head. Played too. forever. But the thing is, he's been on so many teams. Right? Did he I actually play right. seven years? Or was he the, the fourth guy on the Dodgers? <laughs> right, the years exactly. that he was, I have no right, idea. He played for forty-seven years. So clearly, baseball is my my better thing there. But that's. You got me there. The one I knew for sure would have been Kershaw because the last time he wasn't the Dodgers opening day starter, I don't even remember who right. was. So um, he'll be making his eighth opening day start. All right, uh, this is my last one. We'll just change it up with uh, a little different different sport here. Did you see who became the oldest men's tennis uh, number one ever? Federer. Roger Federer. Yes, I, I saw him. He his comment was like. So I guess I'm the oldest number one right now. But I can't hear you. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah right. It's like, so, it's, it's like everybody keeps somewhere. saying that I'm the oldest number one, but, I, but I'm but i hard of hearing, so hard, hard for me to, uh, to I Yeah, I literally can't remember the last time he wasn't. Well, it's just like, incredible, though, that he, he hasn't been number one in a while, but he worked his way back yeah. up at this at this age, and he's yeah, like. he won Wimbledon last year. Yeah, I mean, the, the guy is just incredible. Right, he's, I think, for my money, he's the best ever. I oh, really I do. I, I couldn't argue that for the, a second. The only problem is who would you on Sampras clay, you would put? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, yeah, and, and I don't buy that clay argument because there's nobody that's been dominant in no, all four. It's, it, it's because it's a matter Steffi. of Steffi. That's if you want to go men women. Didn't we have this conversation once where somebody yes. was arguing? Yes, yes, the yes. best man ever. Or why can't you just be the best ever? Right, and and I get that. So but, is Serena but, but the it's best mo- ever? But it's more about is Federer at his best year ever? better than anyone else in their best year ever. So the the arguments right, so are the like Lendl or Borg or uh, Becker. When I, all of those guys were their best, they were ridiculous. But Federer, in terms of the body of work, I don't think it's questionable yeah, but, but that Federer he's got the longest was, career. It is mid-20s, he was unbeatable for just as long, for a longer period of time his, as any his, of those guys. His only knock is like the Tom Brady knock, which is he lost a whole ton of stuff on clay to Nadal. So that's the one guy. Yeah, but Nadal is unquestionably the best clay court male player ever. Right, but how can you He wasn't losing to some bum. But how can you be the best ever if you were not the best at everything ever? Because it's such a niche. Playing on a clay court compared to grass or a hard surface, it's such a niche. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just giving you the devil's advocate. It's like saying Alberto Tombo is not the greatest skier ever because he couldn't do aerials. Right, but it's it's like saying Brady's not the best quarterback ever because he couldn't beat the Giants. 
Which is nonsense. Yeah. I, I wouldn't buy that argument either. Well, now he doesn't have a chance. Sorry. Sorry, Tom. You're not in the conversation anymore. Montana's better than you. Montana wouldn't have lost three Super Bowls. So, too bad. And I know you did everything. I know you did everything. I know, yeah. But this you're, is breaking news First of here. all, he shouldn't even have won the first one because they shouldn't even have advanced against the Oakland Raiders. Okay? That's true. That was garbage. All right? That no, call was garbage. It was the worst call of, of all time. It, it, they should not even. The, the tuck game should have been over. Right, if anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, game go, over. go watch him fumble against game, the Raiders. Game over. And that's his kicker. Really bailed him made out. Two of the greatest kicks, right, in the history but of the NFL. Doesn't, but in doesn't the same even matter. Game. That single play ends the game. There's no what if past right. that. If right. they get that play, the game's over. That's it. I'm just Tom saying. Brady's legacy doesn't start. Second, the worst call ever, ever in Super Bowl history was Russell Wilson's interception throw against the uh, Patriots. Right. So if Pete. Carroll, does it make the worst call in the history of the Super Bowl? And just Stupidest hand the ball to Marshawn. You to got, the best goal line back you know ever. That guy's on is? Down. Beast, Beast mode. mode. Because You're he carries on the two. five guys with him. <laughs> you think he's not going to score after three times? Even if you do stack the line, it's the worst call ever. Worst call ever. So I don't even. And it's inexcusable. So so we got two so more now, of the Super Bowls. Right. So now he's lost three, and then he would have lost five. So yeah, he would have won three. Well, would have lost four because he wouldn't have gotten into to one. one right. right. So he would have lost four and won three. Right. Okay, Montana's won four and never lost one. So how are you going to say he's the end? Well, this is the LeBron argument against, like, LeBron goes to the finals every year, but Jordan's 6-0 and in the finals. So is it, do we credit somebody for getting there versus, because, well, I mean, Montana only no, played in four Super Bowls. He's dominant. I'm just saying he's overrated. He's not the, he's not the GOAT. He's not the best ever. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But, you I mean, you can make it all, I mean, I think but the neither, best football player ever but neither is, is Jerry Rice. But neither is Belichick. So, Belichick. Tom Brady never had... Belichick is a defensive genius. He couldn't stop a backup quarterback in the Super Bowl in one series. Yeah, that's what, that's unbelievable. So, you know, like, I don't want to hear any more comments about those. I know they're very good. I know they've got all kinds of records and whatever else. But they're, in my mind, they're not the best ever. And now at least I have an argument to make that. Do I believe it? You have to. <laughs> well, you got to make the argument. That's right. There's an Thank argument. Thank you, Eagles. Right. There's there's a lot of times where you I'll just... tell you what. Montana never lost a Foles in a Super Bowl. That's for Jeff Rutledge sure. wasn't beating yeah. Joe Montana. You could go LeBron versus Michael all day long, but LeBron never lost the title to Nick Foles. No. So, so all right, let's uh, move on to some geography history. Uh, you want to start me off here since I gave you the last one there? Did you see who's running for U.S. Senate in the state of Utah? Mitt Romney. Everybody get Mitt. What do we do with these guys that won't give it up? I, I mean, really, dude, you ran for president. You lost, and now you're running for U.S. Senate in Utah? I mean, come on, man. Don't you have, the, like, You were the governor million? of Massachusetts. Yeah, the governor of Massachusetts. What are you doing? No, I get it. I just— Just can't give up people, the power, man. It's, 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 it's people. I don't even think about that. I think it's the people behind him are like, you're— They need jobs. Yeah, right. You're you're the face. We have did you these favors. You're running so we can have influence. There should be a rule bills. where, like, when you run for something and then you don't get it and then you're done. You're you can't not even allowed to talk backwards. anymore. You can't even vote. Just get him out. And he's going to be like a convicted I'm criminal. I'm assuming he's going to win in a landslide. You lose a public election, you should be treated like a convicted criminal. <laughs> yes, Your rights to vote should be stripped from. You should in, not in even be allowed to have a conversation Absolutely. about policy. Absolutely Ever right. again. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me give you this one. Uh, what is the French word for university synonymous with a famous university in France? Sorbonne. Sorbonne. That's correct. 
I probably butchered that question the in terms of how it should be phrased. But the Sorbonne in that Paris does sound is a fancy. Yo, it's so fancy. <laughs> yeah, like where did you the Sorbonne? I went to the Sorbonne. It's like, well, well, shit. I don't know shit compared to you. <laughs> so, sounds right. All right, uh, that was easily answered. What do you got? Uh, let's see here. You want to give me the most dangerous city in America? In America, the most dangerous city. It's not Camden. It's not good for Camden. It's already a plus. It's already making my day better. And uh, I'll tell you, they didn't get too complicated. This is based on the murder rate when I'm talking Chicago. dangerous. Okay, so Chicago has double the murders of this city, but this is the, the murder rate. rate. Right, so Chicago's right. got twice as many murders as any city in the U.S. This place is number two. What the but has hell fun. is going on over it? Like, how do you not fix that? You know what I'm saying? It went like, down from last year, thankfully. Yes. All right. Uh, what do you got? I don't know. Baltimore. Ooh, that's scary, man. I was like with my kids there last Ooh. year on a, on a vacation oh, <laughs> for a couple of days. Yeah, I didn't realize that. But there's uh, there was this huge police corruption trial. Did you just see that? They like arrested all these guys. Like they had cops that were running drugs. Like, well, the it, wire, uh, right? right? But it's like that. <laughs> they watch the wire, and they're like, "This seems this like shit. a good idea. We can do this." Yeah, we got those. No one would suspect it. We got two towers. Yeah, we let's start running drug. Let's, let's go. Um, yeah, so Baltimore, number two in murders, mm. and obviously it's not in the top ten of. How are they in rats and uh, cockroaches? Because <laughs> that would be that a nice, yeah. nice metric. The one is... thing is, uh, that's that's troublesome with our job is we can never ask that rats question because you can't say rat in a restaurant. <laughs> No. Or a bar. It's like one of those things that's off podcast. Probably won't even be an easy <laughs> quiz. Yeah. It just can't. How many cockroaches? You can't talk cockroaches and rats. There's like certain things we just don't touch you, on. You just have to pretend that that doesn't happen. Yeah. To mentally get through eating out. Yeah. You know, you gotta. This is what. This is my rule of thumb. If you really want to be safe, the best places are the ones that have the open kitchen where you can watch it all get cooked. Oh, like the country club. No question. The country. Yeah. That's my. Well, you know why? Yeah, that's why your favorite my place. absolute favorite place. I see what's back there. Don't ever go into the back room in some of the places you host Quizzo in. All right. That's all I can tell you. Just don't ever go back there. You know, not naming names, not naming names. Let's move on. Here's another one. Who served as emperor of Japan during World War Two and stayed in power until his death in 1989? This is another guy where you talk about he he was what Hirohito? Yes, yes. Hirohito. 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 Mispronounced. That's fine. Spelling doesn't count. My Japanese is a little off. I got but, through Yuzora Hanyu. He, he, he was the emperor in World War Two. We were just like, all right, you're cool. No, I don't think we were like you're cool. I think we stripped him of every like. I don't think they were allowed to carry a BB gun in that country. I'm, I'm sure well, we were done with I'm them. I'm sure not. We, we, <laughs> yeah, we, we dropped two that, nuclear That's when they started building all the them. technology. It's <laughs> amazing it's... that Japanese people don't like just outwardly hate us. Con- like we dropped two. I think they realized. I think they realized that they were never going to stop. No, they were not going to stop. Yes, yeah, so like that was their culture. Was yeah, to just, just never keep stop. going until we're all dead. Yeah, it's like listen, <laughs> we're going to melt the whole bunch of you so that you all. And calm we didn't down. drop it on Tokyo. No, right. We dropped it on Nagasaki. Right. Which, all right. Which was like, and we sent warnings. Did you know that? Yeah. We, we dropped, dropped pamphlets. It was like, get the hell out. Because holy fire. You don't even know what's coming. about. Yeah. You don't even know what's about yeah, to happen. Yeah, so we didn't just drop it on them without letting them know. Yeah, the Enola gay. Yeah, it wasn't a surprise attack like, say, Pearl Harbor. 
You know what the bomb was called? Uh, well, I know the ship was Enola Gay. The bomb, yes, but I can't remember. Fat boy. Ah, fat boy. Okay, I didn't know that. All right, throw it my way. You just sort of gave me one, but there you go. All right, let's see. Fat boy. Okay. I got one for you. There's five U.S. states without a medical school. Hirajito. Okay, five U.S. states without a medical school. If you can get two of them, I'll give you 10 points. If you can get three of them, I'll give you 20. And you get five guesses. Five, 45 states with medical schools, five without. Okay. Um, five guesses, two for 10, three for 20. Where am I going to focus my efforts here? Let's start with Wyoming. You got it. All right. You got to go south to uh, Denver, Colorado, if you want to get a I mean, the un- I, I figured the, the outside shot was the, okay. u- the University of Wyoming. No medical school. Right. But that was the, that's where, you know, in Cheyenne, that, that yeah. they got that one city, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that was an easy one by any means. but No, but that's where I chose to focus my. There's just so few people. That's yeah, so six hundred thousand people, and it's it so might dispersed. tip you off, right? Um, Montana, you got it, man. Well, you're tearing this up. You got two already. You got your ten points. Now you get three guesses. You just need one of them to get your twenty. Changing directions to a different spot in the world. So, which one of these? Which one of these? Go with Arkansas. Arkansas has a medical school. Remember, they got Walmart. Yeah, but I mean, I I would say Mississippi and Alabama, but they both have some great schools there, and and I don't feel like either one of them would be. Damn, you got Auburn, right? And Alabama, Ole Miss, University of Mississippi. So I I wouldn't uh, Mississippi State. I mean, so they got medical schools. Yeah, I I wouldn't put that Arkansas. I figured might be uh, still in the SEC though. Yeah, it's true, but I don't think anybody else in the Deep South is really that hard up uh, that I can think of that would be on that list. So get out of the Deep South. Yeah, so go back to where I was originally floating around, and uh, I'm going to go with uh, South Dakota. South Dakota has a medical school, so now you're down to it. you got one guest left. I'm going to go say North Dakota then. No, they they do. Uh, So I think I got this fair, two for for 10 and, and three for 20. Okay. There's only one on the east, which you wouldn't think, but there is one state on the east. Oh, Delaware? Yeah. Shoot. Delaware. You know, that, that did cross my mind because I was like, I've never heard of the University of Delaware's medical school. Right, nobody, no doubt went to the University yeah, of Delaware. Yeah, yeah, and, and I thought about no blue that. Hands. I thought about that, but then I was probably like, that doesn't mean there isn't some sort of like dental thing. Like, there, there could be like a different, like New Jersey has a medical school that's not part of the university. Like, what's it called? The... Uh, I don't know. Uh, NJ, uh, New Jersey College of Medicine. Okay. So I was thinking maybe there's something like that in, in Delaware, Delaware that I didn't, oh, okay. you know, that I didn't know. But uh, uh, the other one, I, I thought you might hit it because you were in that part of the country was Idaho. Idaho. Damn it! I, I, you know, I went. I, that was my first thought, but I was like, University of Idaho and Boise State. I don't know anything about that, but I know that Idaho is on the rise. More people are moving there. So I figured there was a better shot at them having a medical school than North Dakota, which I've never heard anybody say. I mean, like, ooh, run into North Dakota. So I guess Bismarck has one. So good for them. And then the last one on the list really surprises me. Alaska? Yeah. Yeah, I almost said that, too, because of uh, my favorite show. 
<laughs> Northern Exposure. But I, but I, was I like, thought you would have had that. I was actually yeah, thinking you, you would get that because of the but show. But I figured that this that was so long ago that since then they must it, have been like, have we got to. Yeah, but if you want to be a doctor in Alaska, I mean, where do you go? Well, you get, tra- you get trained and then you go back home and yeah. start a practice. So that's a good one. Uh, that was a great, great question for sure. So, all right, let's move on. Uh, entertainment last uh, section of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Episode 46, as Nick uh, reminded me. So moving on there. It's funny. You know, it's in this quiz there. What sitcom marked the first major role for a young Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> it's crazy how <laughs> stuff happens. <man. laughs> there, so there you go. Growing, Growing pains. pains right? I already mentioned it. All right. Uh, throw one back at me, and then we'll... Uh... All right. Two for 10, all three for 20. Okay. The three most recent women nominated for Best Director at the Academy Awards. I, no chance. Give can't me the three can't most even give you recent... One. Couldn't even give you one. Couldn't... Really? Uh, that surprised me, because didn't you... Catherine... Get... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so you got one. Okay. Yeah, so Cameron's girl, uh, ex-wife. Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. That's it. I can't remember the one from Wonder Woman. I can't remember. She didn't get nominated. Okay. Uh, what about from Lost in Translation? Oh, uh, Sofia Coppola? Yeah. Okay. So there's two. Yeah, but you gave me away. I only knew who directed Lost in Translation. I didn't know. That she was nominated? No. And uh, there's one this year. That's no, why I brought this up. No, I she directed Lady Bird. Her name is Greta Gerwig. Awesome. Good for you, Greta. She's actually an actress. She was in a movie called Francis Ha. A Noah Baumbach film. A Highly no- recommend it. A Noah Baumbach film. All of Noah Baumbach stuff, if you haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, he's, he's good. Um, I had a lot of really interesting ones all over this round, um, and some stuff that was just general questions that I had, uh, stuff that came up. But um, let's see let's see how your South Park trivia is holding up these oh, days. Oh, man, I'm going to get slaughtered. You know the name of Mr. Garrett, and I'll tell you why I did this. Uh, they had a contest. Matt and Trey had a contest um, that's to raise money for charity. You could buy entries into this contest. And if you win, the prize is to go out to the South Park Studios, get drawn into the show as a townsman. Okay. And get your own voice in there and whatever, and you'll get thrown in For one scenes. episode? Yeah. Probably. Or you become a character. Well, they might bring you back. Who if knows? Funny. But Right. You know what I mean? So, But they go out there. Their artist draws you. So what's the you, contest? Creates, what do um, we got to do to try to get in there? You just got to donate money to this, oh. uh, you know, autistic uh, gotcha. charity. And whatever so you win the contest money, by right? donating the most money? So, or yeah, is I, it like I, a I think raffle? I, do- I donated 25 bucks, and I got 100 entries okay. for 25 bucks. Okay. So, like, you could go. So it's a raffle. If you do $500, you get, like, 20,000 injury, you know, so like the odds of winning are probably not very high for me, but it just, whatever, it seemed like a really good cause, and I really appreciate what they did, I was like, what a cool prize that would be. Yeah. You know, um, so do you know the name of Mr. Garrison's hand puppet? I knew you were going to say that once you said Mr. Garrison. <laughs> it's Mr. not Mr. Garrison. Hand, right? Because that's from uh, Fast Times. You're you're so close. I know, but I, I get these two confused. You're so close. Mr. Hat. Mr. Hat. Yes. Mr. Hat. Woo! And then Mr. Slave, of course. <laughs> Who's Mr. Slave? Mr. Slave is Mr. Garrison's boyfriend in uh, during many parts of that uh, that sequence. And Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's like one of the most disturbing characters ever. Anyway, moving on. Uh, do you know what state was home to the students in Dazed and Confused? Yeah, Texas. Yeah, you got that. Of course. No, right outside I mean, of Austin. Well, I mean, Matthew McConaughey's first role was like, all right, all right, all right. Like, where'd you come up with that? I got my girl. I got my car with my pals. 
All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll never forget him saying that on Stern. It's so perfect. But yeah, you know, that's how Jamie talks. He talks just like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how... Well, Austin, they do a ton Tons. of movie production in Austin. Tons, yeah, yeah. South by Southwest. It's a great city. So Austin's one of the best cities in the United States. Um, I I'd know. go so far as calling it the best city without like a major body of water. Yeah, Atlanta. Well, that's the two. Yeah. But I go so, Austin over Atlanta. Uh, no question. Uh, time yeah. and time again. So tired of being stuck on Peachtree Street. Is that, <laughs> is that what this how everything. could that be called Peachtree Everything Street? is. That's Peachtree Drive. There's Peachtree Way. I mean, there's, there's like seven of them. I'm like, how is it that Peachtree Street? And then that's Peachtree Street. Does it doesn't right make any to, sense. There's the, right the intersection of Peachtree and Peachtree. Peach how does that, that mean? be freaking nuts? All right. Uh, you got one, and I got one more before we put a All wrap right. on it. My last one, I'm going to go with this. Okay. This is a pretty good talking point anyway. Hotel California, that album. Doom. Lost the Grammy for Album of the Year to what Fleetwood Mac album? Rumors. Yes, rumors. It got me thinking of just like the all time, like, you know, Jaws lost. Sure, or, or Raging Bull lost to. Uh... Oh, yeah, that's a great one. Raging Bull in 1980. Yeah, lost, lost to, like, to ordinary, ordinary people. people. The worst oh. movie I've ever sat through. Yeah, like at least Jaws lost to Cuckoo's Nest, which is another classic. Yeah, but like Raging Bull losing to ordinary <laughs> ordinary <laughs> people. It's just unwatchable. Supposedly, I forgot. Uh, oh, Rappaport was telling me this. Yeah, this is a great story actually. Uh, so Rappaport was telling me that on the set for um, Beautiful Girls, that Timothy Hutton. Uh, that he used to, that Rappaport used to abuse Timothy Hutton about ordinary about people because he was a little boy. Beat, right? Well, no, because he beat out raging boy. He goes, "You want a fake <laughs> you war? You don't deserve anything." <laughs> you, you he, yeah, he goes. So, like by the you. end of that filming, Rappaport's like, "He hated me because I was all the time reminding him that he didn't." I deserve mean, imagine that you're Timothy Hutton. You're going, you showed up for work, and you yeah. got Rappaport right. just abusing Abuse. you. <laughs> <laughs> you did when you were a little you boy. You won an Academy Award for too, and he's just like, you don't deserve it. <laughs> like, but knowing that movie you and the set of that, don't bull. you feel right? He's like, and by the way, he's like, uh, Dylan was even worse than me in abusing him. He goes, Dylan used to be like, you are an absolute fraud. fraud. That's <laughs> yeah, so funny. Yeah, that's a great story. Uh, uh, so like, Shawshank lost. Yeah, you know what Shawshank right. lost to? Oh, no. It's but another I... good one. It's a good movie, but... Forrest Gump? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nicely that, done. Yeah. I knew it was like, when I thought early 90s, I, I sort of kind of remember that, because Hanks won back-to-back years, didn't he? Philadelphia. Yeah, he won for Philadelphia, yeah, and then yeah. he won Best Actor for Forrest Gump, yep. which I would have been fine with, but Shawshank is the better movie. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think so. I mean, it, really being objective, Shawshank holds up, but... Dude, Forrest... You could watch Forrest Gump once every 10 years. Forrest Gump was brilliant. It was great. It was brilliant. It just it had a lot to it. it. The first time you saw it, it was such an amazing thing. I don't know. All right, I got a couple more bad beats here. That a right. l- little bit better. Than, do you know what beat the Rising for Album of the Year at the Grammys? No. Springsteen's the Rising. Beyonce. I mean, Springsteen. Britney Spears. It's even worse. Nora Jones. Come away. <laughs> Come away with, with me. me. Yes. That beat the rising for album of the year. No. Are you kidding me? No. No. Uh, That's not right. 
my, my favorite bad beat of all time was when Argo won Best Picture, but Ben Affleck lost Best Director yeah, to great. Ang Lee for Life of Pi. That's great. That was great. I shot love that. Of just because no one likes you. Oh, we just God. want to remind we just, you. You absolutely deserve the award, and we don't but like none you. of us can sit through we you can't. winning it. None of us or your ego. Be in a world. So we're going to give it to Ang Lee for his second <laughs> for some movie that nobody will ever watch. About a guy <laughs> with a digital tiger on a boat. <laughs> it's <a> horrible movie. <laughs> Oh, this guy's... And Ang Lee for Life of Pi. I was like, oh, Ben, how's that feel, Ben? And my oh, absolute man. two worst bad beats of right. all time. Uh, it, you know what's funny? Daniel Day-Lewis has three Academy Awards. My two favorite movies he's in, he doesn't have an award for. Um, but Daniel Gangs Day- in New York? Yeah, you know who he lost to? Blood? No, who? Adrian Brody. Oh! The <laughs> <laughs> Bill the Butcher oh, loses no, the best actor, and, I mean, and it's Daniel Day Lewis oh, for Adrian God. Brody and no. Gangs of New York. The worst bad beat of all time. This and this was before Scorsese had won one, right? So he makes Gangs of New the York great, one of the great film achievements <laughs> ever. And they give it to no, no. Chicago. Oh, God. <laughs> Richard Gere oh, God. singing. Oh, it's horrible. So there you go. Those right. are my bad beat lists. That's great. All right, so this is the last one. It's a good transition out of here. Do you know who directed National Lampoon's Vacation, Nick? Gosh, how would I not know this? How would I not know this? Yep. Uh, all-time. All-timer. Maybe number like three. It's that high. More lines out of that maybe than anything but Caddyshack. Uh, Landis. It is not, and that, and that's whoa, really. Was it Landis? Nope, he did not direct it. He didn't. Nope. Oh, I'll go double check it. Double check it because you don't want to. Double check it only because. Gonna. He might have done a different one, but I'm talking about the original. Yeah, that's what I was talking about too. Nope, he did not direct it. I am correct. Did Ramis direct it? Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Well, my, you got me, man, absolute, in my absolute wheelhouse, and you got me. I'm one of my all-time favorites. I almost picture the the opening credits, but yeah, and I can't get I, I, I can't give Ramis you uh, I can't give you a vacation, but I'm going to give you uh, a little something to leave. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. I should have yelled two. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Why don't we this off, sir? Oh! What do you got in here, rocks? Are you kidding? When I was your age, I would lock 50 pounds of ice up five, six flights of stairs. So what? So what? So let's dance. It's easy to grin when your ship comes in and then you've got the stock market beat. The man worthwhile is the man who can smile when his shorts are too tight in the seat. <laughs> okay, Pookie, do the honors. So, what brings you to this uh, Maid of the Woods, back of the way? How come you're here? Daddy wanted to broaden me. In this place? Good luck. You do for a second. Oh, I uh, play a lot of golf. 
Nixon played golf. I bet you got a lot of interesting stories about your ball in So what do you do? I enjoy skinny skiing. Going to bullfights on acid. I bet you got a lot of nice time. What do you mean? You want to tie me up with some of your ties? I've got a good idea. Let's go into uh, the patio. 